Six104.9.com.au for all the latest news and information now. 360 with Katie Wolf. Everyone is listening. Mix 104.9, 100% NT. Now, we know on the front page of the paper today, uh, the Territory's anti-corruption watchdog is being investigated. Over allegations, it awarded lucrative contracts to a senior director's boyfriend. Now, joining me on the line is the journalist who broke this story, Matt Cunningham. Good morning to you. Hey, Katie. Matt, uh, talk us through exactly what's going on here. Well, uh, we've been able to confirm, Katie, that uh, the ITAC inspector, Bruce McClintock, is investigating these allegations that these lucrative contracts were awarded to a company by the name of GAT Risk Management. Now, that is a company that is owned by a former police officer from South Australia by the name of David McGinley, uh, and he is the sole employee of that company. Now, his domestic partner, a woman by the name of Kate Kelly, is the Director of Investigations at the ICAC. So obviously this raises a whole lot of questions about conflicts of interest and how they're being managed uh, within the ICAC. Now remembering, Katie, that the ICAC is the body that's been set up to investigate these sorts of issues within other government departments. Uh, just last December, uh, the ICAC Commissioner Ken Fleming at Budget Estimates was saying that conflicts of interest uh, were one of the biggest issues in the Northern Territory and one of the biggest issues his government had mm. to deal with. So the, the inspector of the ICAC, Bruce McClintock, has confirmed that he's looking into this matter uh, and to that conflict of interest and how it's being managed within the ICAC. And so where to, I mean, how long are we expecting this investigation to take at this point, Matt? Do we have any idea? Well, it's a good question because Bruce McClintock uh, is not just the ICAC inspector, he's also a high-profile Sydney barrister, and at the moment he's representing Ben Robert Smith in his defamation action against the Nine uh, Entertainment Group uh, over a series of stories that they've run. Uh, I did ask Bruce McClintock uh, about that, about the timing of these things, and he uh, assured me that uh, his role uh, working... Uh, in, uh, as a barrister in Sydney would not impact his performance as the I- ICAC inspector and he said that he expects to have a report prepared for the relevant minister, that's the Chief Minister Michael Gunner, soon. Exactly how soon, Katie, we don't know uh, but I would expect that to arrive in the coming weeks. Well, and we did ask uh, the Health Minister a few questions about this, asked her whether that uh, whether that report would be made public. She said that, uh, you know, that she, she couldn't go into that detail at this point in time. Uh, but I also asked her whether she still got confidence in the ICAC at this point. She said that she does still have confidence in the process. Uh, so I asked her a couple of times whether she's got confidence in the ICAC and she said yes, that she does. Um, but I tell you what, it's, you know, I, it's it's, it is a situation here where the ICAC, uh, really, we would expect uh, that standard to be incredibly high when it comes to those conflicts of interest. Yeah, I think that there are some issues that have arisen within the ICAC over the past couple of years that are of concern to some people. I know the former Attorney-General, Daryl Manzi, has uh, raised on a number of times his concerns about the ICAC uh, and the way it's operating, as have others. Of course, there was the incident uh, in uh, November... 2019, where uh, the Commissioner Ken Fleming got up and spoke at that Black Lives Matter rally uh, in Alice Springs and then had to be removed from any oversight role into the investigations into uh, 
into the police shooting of Kumdrai Walker. Yeah. Um, there was also um, the incident last month where the ICAC put out a fairly damning report about two people who worked at the Darwin City Council uh, and then a day later had to issue a grovelling apology because basically their response had landed in a junk mail folder and then hadn't been included as part of their uh, their investigation. So I think there have been some, some pretty serious hiccups uh, at the ICAC that have uh, quite a few people are quite concerned about the way it's operating at the moment. Well, uh, Matt Cunningham, we will keep an eye on this one, mate. Are you uh, listening to estimates this morning? I tell you what, Katie, I was listening to the first uh, half an hour or so. Yep. Uh, and there was, uh, I think there was some pretty explosive stuff that came out in the first uh, 30 minutes of estimates uh, in regard to the COVID-19 financial statement that the government put out before the last election. Now, uh, Julie Crisp, the Auditor General, was giving evidence and she uh, gave evidence as as she had uh, basically uh, made public through reports previously that Mm -hmm. she had some concerns that that COVID-19 financial statement the government put out uh, in July 2019 was misleading. Um, Now, Leif Nokiaro, the Leader of the Opposition, asked quite a few questions of the Chief Minister about whether he or anyone uh, in his office or anyone on the fifth floor had made changes to the content of that report when it was presented to them by Treasury before it was made public. Now, she tried several times to ask that question and on no occasion did she get a direct yes or no answer. Uh, instead, uh, the Chief Minister basically turned it back on her, said she was grandstanding, accused her of, att- her of attacking the public service. But I don't think that question has been definitively answered Mm -hmm. by the Chief Minister, and I'm sure more questions will be asked about this, about whether he, anyone in his office or anyone within the government changed that report, uh, the draft report that was sent by Treasury, before that report was made public. In the end, they had to put out a clarifying statement, and that statement was put out, uh, I think they said the 18th of August, so just four days before... Uh, the Northern Territory election, and uh, of course, uh, several days, more than a week after pre-early voting had occurred, and as we know, Katie, most yeah. people vote early here in the Northern Territory. So, I think uh, that the government's got some serious questions to answer now about that report. Uh, and about what changes it did or didn't make before that report was made public. Well, very interesting stuff. And uh, Matt Cunningham, will keep a close eye on that situation. We'll be catching up with the opposition leader, Leah Finocchiaro, tomorrow morning as well in that regular spot. So we'll find out exactly uh, what's unfolded in, uh, in estimates today. Mate, always good to catch up with you. Thanks so much for your time this morning. No worries. Thanks, mate. Thank you. That is Matt Cunningham there uh, from Sky News, just giving us a bit further detail on that ICAC investigation, but also... A bit further information on uh, estimates. We know that estimates is sitting over the coming days. It is the opposition and the independents' opportunity to put those questions to the government and to really scrutinise the government over their spending in various departments. So we'll try our best to keep you up to date with that information as it unfolds.